Hey guys, it's been a while. I am, yeah, things just kind of came up. Uh, and I wasn't able to, I was in the Bay Area last week. And I haven't been able to record any podcasts recently. Um, I don't think I've uploaded a bunch of pod. I need to still upload a bunch of podcasts, so you might see those when you see this. I mean, you probably will. Um, so I officially signed up for PANS uh, yesterday, and it's something that it, it's it's weird how it focuses everything puts everything in focus. I have a goal. I have an end date. It's not just this kind of uh, lackadaisical, like, oh, if I get better, that's great. If not, cool. But um, it really puts a different energy into my training. Or like, I woke up with a purpose now. Like, Yesterday it was hard getting up because it was the the first 6 a.m. class that I went to since the since I came back from the Bay Area. Um, but yeah, now I'm thinking of all the ways I can get better. <laughs> it's weird how having something on the calendar is like, oh, now I have a limited amount of time. Now I have. Now it's official. Now I, now I have to do it. It's not just. Uh, it's not just a untargeted desire to get better. It's a oh, I need to be the best that I can be at a certain weight by this date, by March twentieth or whatever. And it's like oh, okay, that's. That's kind of, it, it puts me in a different state, it's a different mind space. Um, yeah, so I'm probably going to be doing, yeah, I'll, I'll do the same amount of gi and no gi. I might switch it up a little bit in terms of uh, 6am key classes at Cobra Kai. I might be doing that. Um, definitely be doing Saturday training, Sunday training. <laughs> it's, yeah, I don't, there's no, there's no time for rest days here. I'll have rest periods. <laughs> I'll have, I don't know, I'll have, I'll have uh, sleep at night to recover and the time I'm working to recover. But even that, I can, I can break up the time that I'm working, I can, uh, since I have, a stand, I have a standing desk, so I shouldn't be sitting, I should be standing up, walking around, that, that'll help with active recovery, I won't, I shouldn't be sitting down all day, even, even though I have, like I, 
I'm generally split between my office with the standing desk or the kitchen table. For some reason, I really like kitchen tables. They, they're big, they're solid, you can lean on them, and it's just a nice surface to work on. I don't know why. I don't know why I like that. Uh, I think it's it comes from like probably college and maybe even uh, high school or middle school. So like back back in uh, middle school, there's a class I took, industrial tech. had like these big sturdy benches and we were able to, like it was just I don't think I don't know if the school installed them or they installed them themselves but it was these were super sturdy they, the, the, the teacher taught all of her classes from these benches like the students sat at these like at had chairs and they just sat at these work kind of like these kind of long wooden uh, I guess benches is the best way to put it. So I might have developed a uh, an aesthetic an aesthetic for that. I, I, I like that or like a like a uh, uh, also in college like the, the the, uh, the one of the main themes or one of the main new things in hip like was hipsters and coffee shops and using like just kind of random basically random seating or not random seating but like random objects as seating and one, one of the big things was to have a big bench and seat many people on it like a big table and have a lot of people sit at it and that's like the cool coffee shop thing to do I have kettlebells, so I can intermittently, like every hour or so, crank out a set of kettlebell swings. Like that, that's something that I could completely do, would be responsible. Like it's not, I'm not using an hour, I would use like five to ten minutes. Every hour, every other hour. I get a little, get a little glisten going. Maybe that's my football coaches would always uh, 
look look to me after warm-ups for, for a glisten. Like, I, I'm the first, first person to sweat. Like, I, just thinking about exercise starts to make me sweat. You know? Like, it's, it's that bad. So, they would always be like, lady, do we have a glisten? And when we're doing warm-up jog and stuff like that. They would check in with me for, to, to see if we're warm. And of course, I'm always warm. So I'm going to go at this, uh, at the pants tournament, I'm going to go the 220 pound weight class. So that really means I'm going to be, I need to be like 215 or so, or 217. scares me that I have to do it now. That, that, that's kind of the, the, the urgency is now there. Uh, it's three weeks out, so it's, it's a, yeah, it's an urgent time. It's a, the, the time, it's not a comfortable timing of like, oh, it's a month away, don't need to worry about it. It's three weeks, so... something done in three weeks. It's, yeah, it's like a, an assignment. It's like a big assignment due, and you have to get started on it right away. Like, there's a few assignments in college where it's like, oh, you'll want, you'll want to start this assignment right away. Because it'll take that long. Like, the, there was a networks class, there was like a, a chat, uh, client server chat program, and it just takes a while to, because we were writing it in C, and we had to use network libraries and stuff, we had to figure out, like, figure out the logic for making this kind of client server chat application. was a gigantic pain in the ass. Like the, I, I will never, if, if I'm able to uh, help it, at least professionally, I will never allocate or deallocate, manually allocate or deallocate memory again. Like, I don't know. Maybe I'll use Rust. Maybe that, maybe that will make sense at some point. I don't know. But, Allocating and deallocating memory—that that adds a whole extra level of complexity to program. Like you have to tell the computer, "Hey, I need this exactly this much space for this thing for for this variable," and if it goes over that amount of space, please, I I need to tell you to resize it. 
it's one of those things where it's like, I'm glad that I did it, but it sucked going through it. So... I think that's that's where that's the the value of the Cal Poly learn by doing education. It's like, dude, you're gonna allocate your own memory. You're you're going to learn some like the very fundamentals of C, and you're going to be making sys calls. You're going to learn. All these things that maybe you will, maybe you won't use in industry, but you'll you'll know that they are there. They exist. So I guess that's that's what I'm. It's interesting to see like this learn to code movement. Everyone should learn how to code because it's an easy path to a six-figure job kind of coming at it from the, the wrong way if you're it's like the doctor or lawyer it's the new doctor or lawyer because it's less expensive to go to just a four year school and you get a return on investment quicker like you, you get a, a high paying job out of college people are doing boot camps and looking into um yeah, like training to be a web developer just right out of a boot camp. And I was, I don't know, back in my day, back in my day, when I was first coming out of college, I was like, oh, these are a great idea. These are, it sounds like, yeah, everybody can learn how to code something in 16 weeks, 12 weeks, well, whatever the camp is, but looking at my college curriculum, I guess, looking back on it, I was like, oh yeah, like those, those courses kicked my ass for, for years, learning maybe not the most relevant stuff, like algorithm, like the, whatever, I, I, I will never have to implement a bubble sort never have to implement a merge sort, but I think the purpose of those was that uh, were just kind of toy examples of how to think about algorithms. Uh, they, were, they were just ways to think in a more complex sequential logic. You have to think about all the, these different steps and conceptually understand it and then be able to implement it. I, I think that's... It was practice doing that. I think ultimately that's what those the purpose of those were for. But unfortunately they get... They get... Uh, compromise. Or not, not compromise, but like... A, co-opted by companies into like interview questions like, be, like be, basically 
want to go interview for a big co, Google, Facebook, etc. Um, like you have to, if you really want to do well, you basically memorize algorithms questions. Oh, what's the O of N of whatever. So... style questions where the context isn't a whiteboard the context is your hands on the keyboard you get to look stuff up like I, I try to when I try when I interview people I try to just make the context as close to like a real job like what you do in real life as possible like you can use anything on the internet you're not limited to just your your knowledge of the subject and a whiteboard like you're just it, it, people who do interviews like that are just making people memorize and recite things and I don't think that's helpful uh, so anyways I don't know how I got there but I'm at training and I will talk to you guys later